This is Comment Picks by the Glick. Hey, and I'm your host, Jason Glick. Hey, Jason Glick. How's it going? Oh, it's going good, John. How about you? Oh, I'm great. Awesome. Yeah, so, you know, when we left off last time, I was just like, when you asked me about what I was going to do for this week, and I just thrown out random stuff out there, and, you know, I was saying that, you know, maybe I'll try to do the Road to Perdition saga, if, like, after I read through the co- copies of the copies of the, of the series that arrive in, that arrive in the mail for me, and, you know, it's like, that's actually what I'm going to be doing this week now. So, all right. So, but first, though, I should... First, before we get into that, though, I need to let you know that the uh, latest um, chapter in the saga, Return to Perdition, arrives, arrives to us via the uh, Vertigo Crime imprint, and it's you know it's like it's kind of like it's kind of funny how the series has basically come full circle because while the original, because while the original um, story of a uh, of a hitman who goes on the run with his son in order to get revenge for for the for the death of his wife of his wife and other son, like it was. It was the last um, series published under um, DC's um, Paradox Press um, Mysteries imprint. Um, it was originally was supposed to be um, like three volumes, but then um, then circumstances conspired to um, condense condense um, each like into a one volume one volume edition. And um, it, even then, it was like it's basically due to the, due to the efforts of um, editor Andy Helfer that the book um, got got out at, at all. And um, and so like and that would have been the end of the story right there. Except for the fact that a couple of years later, in 2002, it was picked up by it was um it was made into a movie by DreamWorks, um, directed by Sam Mendes and starring Tom Hanks as as Mike, Michael O'Sullivan. The, now and basically and that see and that kind of like um really jump and that kind of that kind of gave the series new life. Basically, it got um got writer Max Allen Collins to um write a uh, like an interquel. Um, of stories, um, filling in the time that um, Michael O'Sullivan and his son were on were on the run and knocking over banks in uh, in the Midlands. It's like in I'm sorry, in the in the Midlands, and um and eventually and also I'm writing and also I Collins delivered to write two um se- prose sequels to the series. Um, let's see, um, Road to Purgatory and Road to Paradise. Now, a lot now I say it's coming full circle here is because Return to Perdition, like. What is essentially the final chapter in the saga, or a coda, as Collins has, has called it, is basically this is going probably going to be the last we'll hear of the Vertigo crime imprint. Because you know I've talked about this before in a previous podcast and in previous posts on our on the website. But um, you know I, you know it's like it's one of those things where you know I hey I, I hate to say I told you so, but I did. It's like. I mean, the end of the end of the imprint comes really as no surprise to me, just because the the material, you know, there was some good stuff published here, but it just wasn't strong enough. I mean, it's like a lot. I mean, like you got. Can you tell us what other titles there were, just as a refresher? Yes. Okay. Because it kicked the vertical crime imprint. Yes, because originally it started off with. with um, Ian Rankin's John Constantine story, um, Dark Entries, and and um, Brian Azzarello's um, like hired like um, hired thug crime crime tale, um, um, Filthy Rich. Then you got into um, Jason Starr's Abysmal, The Chill, um, Peter Milligan's you know kind of decent The Bronx Kill, Christos Gage's um, I I couldn't quite suspend disbelief um, up up to the end, um, Area Ten. Um, See, uh, who was it? Oh, John Evans, the executor, about a, a former hockey player turned private, 
turn investigator or something like that. Um, Anderson Gabrich is um, actually pretty good at Fogtown, which you know between you know between um, dark entries, which basically it's not really a crime story. It's basically a uh, it's just a pretty good it's just a good John Constantine story, basically or Hellblazer story, if you will. Um, but it, even though it's like it's really mismarketed under the um, quote unquote crime imprint, it's not really a crime story at all. But um, Gabrich's um, story of a, a private eye struggling with um, with a deep with a dark secret, or no, not really a dark secret. Basically, the stories. I hate to use this shorthand, but it's kind of like Brokeback Mountain for private eye stories. Now, even uh, even if that scares you off, I have to say that it's still, even though it's um, w- like woefully unsubtle in a lot of um, in um, in certain aspects of its presentation, it's still a um, well-woven um, crime crime story that actually makes makes use of its makes good use of its material and it's like in subject matter. It's like it's it's easy between that and dark entries. Well, not should be as far as like you know pure crime stories go. This is probably the best of the um, best of the Vertigo crime bunch, and everything that came after like um, Andy Diggles with Ratcatcher. Uh, let's see. Oh, Simon Oliver's Noche Roja, Matteo Casali's 99 Days, um, Gary Phillips' um, Cowboys. You know, a lot of that stuff was just, you know, not really bad, but just kind of like there. I mean, it was just, it, like, it was just, it, it, it was just dumb. Too, it was just like, it just felt too too generic and not, not really clever enough or well-written for its own good. Now, of course, interestingly enough, though, with the Vertigo Crime Imprint, they've actually gone and made two titles um, retroactive members of it. This would be um, this would be a history of violence, which is also made into a movie, um, directed by David Cronenberg and starring um, Viggo Mortensen. Which, for the most part, which is interesting because it's you know the story itself is about a man who um, basically changes identity changes identity to um, to um, escape escape a violent crime from his past. The movie. Um, um, actually, follows a lot of the sto- lot of the story up to a point when it just like kind of goes goes in its own direction, and, and it focuses in on one specific thing from the uh, from the book. Basically, how can it, what happens when a man can a man like race his past and personality to the point where he becomes a different person? The book didn't go that far. In fact, it was just like a really just a well written crime story from from Judge Dead Judge Dread co creator John Wagner and artist um, Vince Locke. Highly like recommended. So recommend if you're t- if you're um, if you're interested, and also of course tonight's subject, Road to Perdition. Um, I have no problem with I have no problem with that. I mean, it's like I mean, if it gets more people to check out the story, then all all the better. Though I can't really imagine who else would need um, incentive to check out the check out the um, source material after the movies come out. But still, like Road to Perdition, um, well, it, you know, to be honest, like it's. It is. It's 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 good, well-written genre material. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's like a it's not it's not particularly um deep, and it's got and to be honest, it's like a kind of um there are parts of it that are kind of like pretty pretty unsubtle, pretty unsubtle and kind of cheesy. I mean, like this is like um Collins. I mean, he's he's a solid enough writer, even though he's got there are some parts where there are some like um puns and plays on words that betray the fact that this is the guy who worked on the um Dick Tracy comic strip for like. Uh, for a good seventeen years, but still, it's like it's a little story of like a hit, see a hitman trying, to, a hitman like I'm t- seeking revenge for the death, death of his family in the only way he knows how, and um, the relationship he, he reforges with his son along the way is still pretty, it's still pretty good reading. 
if I also feel it's like a lot of that is mainly due to the um, attention to period detail that um, that Collins invests in his work. Now, and to be honest, like I will say that his um, one of the things I like about his like this in the second volume is that they he gives a long introduction, just talking about his entire basically gives like kind of kind of his life story um, around the uh, around the time of the, the, uh, the book is being written because. He talks about, he starts off by saying, so the day before Thanksgiving 1993, my career decided to implode. And then, and then he just tells you like everything that's happened, happened since then, including most focusing on the um, creation of the book, the book. It's good reading. And it's right up there with um, the late great Drew Hayes's introductions from his poison elves books. So if you're thinking of skipping it, when you pick this, if you, if you just pick this up, then um, all I can say is don't, but, um, but he also, but he also mentions like he, he that he and his research, research assistant always try to invest his um his work with a lot of, lot of detail for the period, and it pay and it really pays off here. You really get a get a good sense of this, like of the of the era, which is around the like um which is nineteen thirties um pro, um like Prussian era, and it's, see, and that really kind of care, that that kind of carries a lot of, I wouldn't say it really no 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 it doesn't carry a lot of the story. It's still. It's like it gives, it grounds the grounds the story gives it gives it context and also it helps just the fact that you know this isn't really a story a setting that you really see in comic in um in comics period these days so that's that help that helps it a lot but you know I mean the majority of the story is just is um focusing on Michael O'Sullivan and his son as they try to make their way across the country try like um make see um try trying to get revenge for their for the death of his for the death of his wife and his other son. I mean, let's see, the story itself, you know, I can't really say it's, it's really packed with a lot of exciting twists and turns, but it's good, solid, straightforward storytelling. Um, Collins actually um, talks about this more in his, um, in his book, in his introduction to the, um, to the second volume, Road to Perdition 2, how basically he feels that this story is, it's kind of like a nice middle ground. It's like not really, um, like it's not really like the, uh, like, like, um, like super. It's not superhero literature. It's not like artsy fartsy stuff. It's just like good middle ground. Um, it's like um, it's good middle, like middle ground reading. It's like, and I agree. I think I think that this that the industry could use a lot more of this kind of stuff. Stuff that does it that doesn't really appear to like one that doesn't appeal to one extreme or the other. Stuff that just like it takes it a nice middle middle ground, something that anyone can go and pick up and read. And really, it's like you don't I mean like unless you are like. Like I'm really like um, extremely adverse to like um, graphic novels in general, like my like my mom is, then you're not going to say. Then you can then you just pick this up and you just pick this up and enjoy it, and enjoy it for what it, for what it is. Um, one other thing though about this about the first volume, which was illustrated by Richard Pierce Rayner, um, like um, Col- I mean, Collins has admit that um, he does great work and it's and um. And Rainer's attention to detail is truly something to behold. In fact, and you can looking at it, you can really believe that the man took four years to get all this stuff here. I mean, just from the cross hatching alone. I mean, God, man, it's like it's, you know, it's it's crazy the amount of stuff he did. And I can understand that you know while it would have been cool to see him come back for this, the subsequent volumes, it's like it just wouldn't it just wouldn't have worked um, like in this like schedule wise. Still. See this? Still, I mean, the volume is like I said. It's it's something like that's going to blow blow your socks away, blow your socks off. But it's still you know a good fun little fun, like fun genre story. Now the sequel, 
um, called inelegantly Road to Perdition 2 on the Road, you know, isn't, doesn't really, doesn't exactly further the story. In fact, it's, it is what's called um, an interquel. Basically, it takes place um, um, between the, uh, let's see, um, like during the events of the first volume. Now, this basically focuses on Michael and his son as they go around um, robbing banks in the heartland and stealing away money that the uh, that the mob has sto- let's see, the mob has stolen. I mean, the mob has salted away in the hopes that by doing so, they'll get the they'll be able to get get them to give up the man who has killed uh, Michael's wife and other son. So, and you know, it's like it's nah, I wouldn't say this is this isn't really a necessary um like story, but it's still. But it sells a lot of the charms of the first one, the uh, like the attention to period detail. It's like and this like it's like the solid and well well polished storytelling that Collins Collins brings to it with his writing. Um, art is handled by um two different artists or okay, mainly two different artists. Um, for it's split into three chapters. Um, Ho- Jose Luis Garcia Lopez illustrates the first one with inks by Joseph Rubenstein. It's got a um you know familiar like um it's got a more familiar comic book style to it, but it. But it works in the sense that he that Garcia Lopez isn't drawing superheroes. It shows that he can draw like he, he can draw like great period detail at the same time. Um, however, it um, Steve Lieber um, handles art for the second volume, and Lieber like for those of you who aren't familiar with his name, he he's he's best known as the illustrator of Whiteout, um, Greg Rucka's, um um story of a uh, U.S. marshal out in Antarctica. This is the man who drew a black and white murder mystery set in set in Antarctica and made it look awesome. So he so he, he so he does a great job with this. In fact, he's probably he's a good deal closer to um to Pierce Rayner's style. Um, it's like in it's like in in the section in the section he does. Third one um, has a nice middle ground because it's done by because while um um Garcia Lopez um does does the pencils Lieber does the inks. It's like it's and it looks looks good too. I mean, it's basically the story. I mean, the story basically has um has Michael and his son, um, you know, just like seeking ret- refuge with old friends, being chased being chased by two um by two um, bounty hunters known as the Two Jacks, and like and, and you no, know, just mixing it up with um also with other famous figure famous figures and criminals of the time. It's you know it's a good reading. It's not not necessary by not necessary vital read to the story by any means. But, you know, it's like, you know, if, if you're like me and you figured, hey, you know, I might as well just go ahead and buy it just to see, to see what they got. It's, you know, it's good. It's it, it's good enough readings. So, now, final, now the uh, final volume, which, um, called, which is called Return to Perdition, basically has Collins teaming up with his, with his, um, Miss Tree artist. No, seriously, that's the name, that's the name of the title they, series they did back in the 80s with DC. Um, his mystery artist, um, Terry Beatty. And this one, okay, this one focuses on, um, see, on Michael's grandson, um, um, who goes by the name of Michael Satriano, Satariano Jr. And, um, and, the, the, and, you know, well, the thing is, like, I'm reading the, um, for the proper context for this, for this volume doesn't come until the very end when you read, um, um, Collins, um, all too brief, um, like um like postword when he says this is kind of a coda to his prose sequels Road to Purgatory and Road to, Road to Paradise, so really it's like this is kind of like the uh, it's not really a proper. I guess it's like a, you get the I mean like reading this I'm thinking it's not really a proper like installment of the saga if only for the fact that it takes for 
forever to get to the goddamn point. Because it starts off with um, with Satoshi Jr. I'm um, like I'm um, being being a prisoner of war in Laos, and eventually, and um, he's eventually rescued. And then, but then he finds out he's been declared KIA by the American government. Now, however, this makes him an excellent um, recruit by the um, see by the CIA um, to turn him into a as you turn him into a um, like a hired gun for the uh, hired gun for their purpose for their war on the mob. Now that's Okay, now it's, it's and let's see. Now with that, I mean it's it's a decent enough hook, and like there's still and you still got um, Colin's attention to detail, and um, Beatty does gives gives some nice gives a nice expressive art that captures the period well. But I mean, I'm, a lot of, most of the time I was just thinking like, when is this going to get to the point? When are we going to find out how this ties in with the uh, with the previous volumes? And it doesn't happen until oh, let's see, all let's see, almost more than two thirds of the way in when we finally meet up with um, with Michael Sullivan. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Michael Sullivan Jr., um, the son of the son of the main character from from Road to Perdition. Um, he. So and find out that what see what he's been up what he's been up to and what and I and how um meeting his son who's now become a killer as well um like ties into the whole family history it's you know it's like it it's yeah you know, like I said it's an agreeable read for the most part but you know it's like so like is it is it essential and then is it essential no not really it's like and it doesn't not until it, it doesn't get you don't really get get into the Viet don't get the feeling until the very end, just you know how this really ties in with the larger story. I mean, it, it's the very, it's very like on the very, very last few pages. Then you get the you get kind of like a parallel to how um to how Michael Sullivan wound up like in on his on his um road, road to perdition and his and it's paralleled with what the choices grandson has. So, so I mean, like yeah, you got that, but I mean for the most of the story, I mean it kind of feels like you're. Kind of feels like it's you're reading something that didn't really um didn't really need that the kind of need that um the whole connection to the Road to Perdition series it's that it just feels kind of like eh it's like you know it's like it might have just been better if he had like you know just written a completely written like a story that just about a about a guy uh, one of the CIA's hired killers in the seventies so I mean it's not it's not bad and. It's it's not it's it's not bad. It's decent for what it is, but it's it kind of exemplifies what a lot of the um like um vertigo crime stuff. You know, it's like it's it's got like it had potential, has an inter- like has it's well it's competently executed, but it's not really like you know something that makes you go oh you know I really want to read more of this. You know, if anything, um reading um Colin's introductions and just like the feeling that I got from Return of Perdition, I'd be more inclined to read his um his prose sequels. To the series, well, I, I get the feeling there's more, there's more interesting stuff to be had in there than what I got from Return to Perdition. Of course, in th- of course, you know, after reading those, I have a new appreciation for this. But you know, like this is this is published as kind of like a standalone thing. It should be able to like you know work work by itself. So I guess in the end, like in the end, like retroactively, like the, the best. The only things I can recommend from Vertigo Crime are, you know, dark entries, good Hellblazer story, um, like Fogtown, 
like a great like a great revisionist um, private eye story, and um, history of violence and road to perdition, which were certainly which were which proved their worth if only by being retroactively inducted into the imprint. So. Like, so with that, you know, we did farewell to the Virgo Crime Imprint. You know, like I'm sure you won't you won't be missed, but you know, at least you weren't terrible. Yep, exactly. And with that, we'll wrap it up, and we'll see you next time. Yep, everyone, take it easy until then. All right, bye.